us by James Davis's girls. Thank you, girls. Uh, welcome to the Fizzle Show. You know this: too many independent, cool, small businesses—they fail. And in fact, too many never had a chance of success. Why? Why is that? Well, I think because the people who are best at making something awesome, the doodlers and idealists and drama people, the God Squad, the folks who care about something, they're the least likely to understand the basics of how to make something people want and to connect other people to that thing. And that's what we do here at The Fizzle Show. We help creatives and independent business folks figure out how to build their thing. Every Friday, we publish another conversation about entrepreneurship, building a thriving audience, and the battle of supporting yourself doing something that you care about. Sound good? Your hosts are, uh, if we were characters from Game of Thrones, Barrett would be Eddard Stark. He's serious, loyal, honorable, organizing the pack of wolves, always doing the right thing. Corbett, he'd be Daenerys Targaryen. A brave, bold, and fearless leader who enjoys playing with dragons and fire and frees the masses from corporate slavery. (laughs) And Chase, naturally, that's me, would be Tyrion Lannister. Funny, witty, insightful, enjoying life, a born survivor, and always speaking his mind and never knowing when to stop. (laughs) That one comes to us from Johannes Metzler from Germany. Thank you so much for that great intro. Okay, to the show topic today. Today, here's what we're getting into. Uh, We hear this question from listeners all the time. They're struggling to settle on a domain name. You know, the one I want is already taken. Or what should I do? Should I add hyphens? What about .biz or .net or .co or .wang? (laughs) There is a .wang. Help! They say to us. Well, it's time we shared our honest advice out in the open. Uh, Shared our stories and answers to these questions about how to choose the right domain name. You can follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 90. That's a lot of episodes. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. Let's get into it. Listen, so today, guys, I want to jump right into it, which is a... a (laughs) <laughs> no, come on. I don't believe you. But uh, we've got a good question from a listener about a topic that we hear from all the time. And it's this question of how, uh, what domain name should I pick? I, I kind of, can I just uh, start reading it real quick and then see if, if you, if we just jump right in? Yeah. Let's tre- let's give ourselves a fighting chance to just really get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you think we can. Okay. This is from Ryle Carly. And Narayal says, I would love some quick feedback if you have a minute. I'm planning to start a food blog called Communal Kitchen, and I am struggling to settle on a domain name because communalkitchen.com isn't readily available. What do you think about using a hyphen, so communal-kitchen.com, or communalkitchenlove.com? Also, any negative potentials in using communalkitchen.org? Uh, one of my favorite food blogs, mynewroots.org, seems to be successfully using the .org domain. Anyways, thanks for your time. Okay, so we've heard that, Barrett, how many times do you end up hearing questions about uh, domain name stuff? Millions. Just millions? Uh, come on. Yeah, okay, hundreds of millions. <laughs> really? A lot. All right, uh, since the dinosaurs, uh, since we lost the dinosaurs, that's our first question, and I've gotten one every day. I mean, people it's ask all the time, though. It's like... Do I use my name? Do I use my company name? Do I use a hyphen? Do I put a period in between? Do I use .com, .net, .org? Yeah. What about the new ones? What about .sexy, .ninja, .biz, .biz, .wang? .wang is one. .wang? .wang. Shut up. We could have fizzle.wang. Yeah, so, okay. We <laughs> we have uh, answered these questions a, a lot in the past, and yeah. I think since maybe we've talked about this. Have we ever talked about this in, in On depth? the podcast, we have not talked about maybe this. Maybe as a like, short Q&A yep. or something, but a short we're going to do a little bit here, a I, spiel. Here's my, my dream right now, is, is that we can have a sort of a short, to-the-point episode with our with, with like the, the ruh, what we used to call the ruh, on the domain name stuff. What's so the that, ruh? Like the real... It's like, like the The ruh, yeah. Yeah. It's the ruh, dog. That bay. It's the ruh, dog, bay. <laughs> ruh. It's the ruh. I felt pretty raw last night after the Ducks lost. And yeah. I'm not even a I'm not even a football sports guy. You you kind of are now. Well, at you this see point. you see that like how I got, how emotional I get. Yeah, that's why I can't get into sports. You're like that I, when you watch movies. too. I though. can't turn it off. Yeah, I just I'm a feeler, and and it feels so unjust. 
But I also see how pointless it is to have to favor one of these teams. It's so dumb. That's not my son. I know. That's not me. We do this to ourselves because we want to feel those emotions. You Nothing do else does yourself, it anymore. Yourself, you do, <laughs> and that's why I really matter. You do, do it to yourself. yourself just you do. You. And no one else, you do it to you. I'm happy for you guys right now. I'm glad that you can share this moment. You do it to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Barrett's Barrett's like, no idea what you're doing. No idea. No idea. Okay, he's like, are they from the '70s? (laughs) So, so, um, I do want to. Like, I don't. I don't mind if this is like a 30 minute episode. Mm -hmm. I just want us to really answer this question. Yeah, and not uh, not have uh, we get we could add more conversation on the back end, maybe maybe more stories. But uh, I'm getting this feeling that we should <laughs> some people should pay us to uh, to just lead people on for a really <laughs> like we could do total vaporware products <laughs> <laughs> and just talk about speaking of Radioheads, just era. kind of like get to get to the point almost for like three hours yeah, but not yeah. exactly we talk about what the point's gonna be yeah for forever oh man you guys are gonna love this one. uh okay so uh but but truly uh, i know that corbett you have a ton of experience with domain stuff well and and since we talked about it last i was about to say five minutes ago before you started um doing radiohead yeah um all these new domains have been released yeah dot this biz, new thing happened dot right sexy <clears throat> yeah dot biz was around for a while yeah. but now it's like literally dot you said dot wang no no Maybe that's true. no no wait 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 no i've, I've got a few l- l- there are hundreds thousands maybe. no there are that no dot hosting dot host dot holiday dot healthcare dot guru yeah Chase reeves dot guru that's about so to let, happen so let's so let's do this right now dot gop let's do this right for now. the republican just party just to start out all right do you know of any successful businesses that are on one of these new Seven letter TLDs. I tell you what, I've got a, I've got a, an interesting thing to share about that. Okay. So I, I found an article on ZDNet, uh, in some little research for this. You remember when the dot XXX uh-huh. domain name opened up? That was like before this new, they just recently opened up a ton of new ones, yeah. right? Like dot ninja and all these weird ones. Uh, but dot XXX was a big one that they opened up, uh, I don't know, like maybe two or three years ago. And, um, let's see. So, uh, ZDNet's Violet Blue found in 2012 that there were only 27,000 .xxx sites after six months, and none of them were getting much traffic. But by April 2013, according to ICANN, there were just over 108,000 .xxx domains. So we're not saying that, that's 108,000 in 2013. Um, but this is the part. We're still, for .xxx site owners, Alexa, the website information company, reports that even in the adult subcategory, there were not a, there was not a single .xxx site in the top 500 most popular porn sites. Now, this is an interesting... Okay, not, outside of the whole like you know scandalous nature of, of using .xxx and talking about the adult porn site, whatever. What we're talking about is this, this sort of, uh, I guess, uh, alternative TLDs, top-level domains, the .com, .biz, .org, .net, .edu, all of those are, we refer, refer to them as TLDs, okay? Yep. So, uh, what Alexa's saying, and what a lot of the SEO folk types out there would say is that there there's a there's this cachet around some of these TLDs are more valuable than others even to like Google's bots and stuff that's fine um, I also think that uh, if you look at Alexa's top 500 most popular porn sites for example how many of those have been around for more than two years yeah right most probably may, maybe I don't know I'm just speculating but that's yeah. a question to ask yeah. right so none of the other, none of the dot XXS have been around for more than two years or three years by the time they're doing this study right so one of the things we do know <coughs> is critical for popularity and search engine ranking and all this other stuff is just being around for a while mm-hmm. right so a lot of these new ones of course the stats are gonna gonna skew towards right you know they're not they're, oh, yeah. they're not popular so well, it's not, because they've just come out so it's not a conclusive way to say it's that you shouldn't use .xxx because for instance one of the other things that, they, that, that you'll hear about people best practices for choosing a domain name is uh, you know a lot of people feel like the .com is sort of the end all and be all if you cannot get the .com get the get the dot com you know yeah you got to get it because if you build your site on a dot net and someone starts up the same domain at a dot com you know uh communal net maybe is available but communal com isn't then uh what's what's going to happen uh, people think that the dot com ha- carries more weight just by nature of the fact that it says dot com instead of anything else afterwards well but here tell our story we don't have a dot com do we yeah, yeah well so hold on so 
you just you just went through like twenty things we should yeah. discuss uh, uh, we're, a little I'm bit just more diving deep. right in. Yeah. I'm diving right Let's in. Let's just go a little bit more than an inch deep on on some of those. That the issue with the so the dot com was the first biggest you know one that everybody used. I think back in the day it was like dot com dot org dot net and dot edu. Right, yeah. those were like yeah. the four that you could do. I believe so. And you can't do a dot edu unless you uh, are an accredited. Um, learning institution. So really, you're down to three. And people didn't really use .org too much because it felt like it was for nonprofits or something. So it was really kind of .com or .net. Yeah. Um, .com gets preference because back in the day, Google gave it a little bit of extra search juice. So if you had a .com, you automatically would rank a little bit more. I haven't talked to any really experienced SEOs, but I think that that is not as true anymore. If maybe it's not true at all, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but it's not as true as it used to be. So it's not as big a deal. The other thing is that a lot of the, uh, browsers out there, if you just go and type something in that looks like a domain name, it, you might be kind of directed to the dot com yeah. automatically, yeah. you know, or when you tell someone your domain, you know, you're like, I'm a uh, big hairy mustache. .net, when people go back... I'm just going to type that into Chrome really quick and just see what happens. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> when you go back, when that person you told your domain name to goes home and types in Big Hairy Mustache, they remember it as .com instead of .net, so they mistype it. So when I started uh, Think Traffic back in 2010, the .com was for sale, okay? And it was, um, I think they wanted a couple thousand dollars for it or something. The .net was available, and so I decided to go with the .net, see how Think Traffic went, and thinking, you know, eventually I'll buy the .com or something. So I went with the .net, and an interesting ha- thing happened. I got um, eventually successful with the .net, and the people that were squatting on the .com started raising the price mm. over time. Just yeah. sort of, you know, seeing that the value of it was going up because people were mistyping Think yeah. Traffic as .com instead yeah. of .net. And I started to feel like a little annoyed by it. But it, you know, it was my deal because I bought the .net instead of the .com because I didn't want to yep. pay for it. Yep. But it's also annoying that people sit on domain names like it's that. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? It's seedy. So eventually I ended up buying it. And I think the price went up to five grand or something. We finally negotiated for it. Yep. But after that, I got to see exactly how many people were mistyping it. Yep. And that's pretty useful info, yep. right? Yep. So it turns out a, around 7% of people were typing in the .com instead of the .net. Yep. So maybe I was missing out on that traffic. Maybe, though, people typed in the .com and then they saw that it was the wrong site. Yeah. And they ended up then going to Google or something to look for the actual thing mm-hmm. traffic. So it's hard to say exactly if it was 7% or yeah. something. But I think there is a little bit of a penalty there. There and is. And we probably have that with Fizzle as well because we're on a .co. Yeah. And so people probably do and the, the same sto- thing. Yeah, so the story for us is there's a there's a, this some like, you know, Dubai uh, sheik or something out there who owns, you know, I forget, hundreds of thousands of domain names and just sits on it, hasn't put a single thing up on any of them. And he has fizzle.co and uh, or fizzle.com. And so that for us, we just we had to make a decision like, OK, are we going to build our business on a dot co? Uh, and we decided to do it. Now, here's the thing well, about domain stuff, about this kind of TLD stuff, about like, about, there's a handful, there's just a few bits of the business stuff that has this fear factor to it, the way that choosing a, your TLD or your, your domain name kind of has. That's why I like this topic so much because it's a scary thing. I mean, I've bought, uh, I've bought hundreds of domain names through the past years and, um, Normally, I just I, like if I have an idea for a domain name, I'll just go and buy it because it's ten bucks, and maybe I'll just let it expire, or I'll keep it around for a little while just so that I have the opportunity to do it if I want to. But uh, over and over time, I've let most of them expire. Uh, however, when you're really thinking of doing a thing, you have an idea for it, but you don't have a really stellar name yet. It's a scary thing, and I remember that with Fizzle when we were coming up with a name for Fizzle. We, you know, we started with like Project X and we were just, we were just outlining what this thing could be. And we went towards like, you know, the idea of the lemonade stand, sort of the small time business that anybody could do and this kind of stuff. And we never really landed on a great name. And, and Fizzle was just sort of like one of the ones we, that were like, okay, this is pretty good. It meets these criteria. Maybe another episode we'll do on those like naming criteria that you brought up before Corbett. But, um, it was a, it was a, it was a little bit of a stretch to actually choose that name. And actually, when I did some research and I found that Apple, it was the same thing. 
calling it Apple Computers. It was just one of the names that they had on a list, and they're like, we feel less bad about this one, and they ended up going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes you have that like great name, like I'm going to name my my kid Guy Fieri. Like it's like that's amazing. Like you're not yeah. going to be able to name. Something you don't second guess that yourself. Incre- on that. Yeah, I mean that's like. It's from the gods. It's direct download from the ether straight out into the world because the gods are clearly trying to do something and they're like, we're going to make this kid special. Yep. Um, but most of the time, we, we, in my experience, I have a great idea for a thing that doesn't necessarily have the nice tight name yet. Mm-hmm. And I have to pick something and just kind of go with it. Yeah. That's why I like this question because that feels, it feels scary. It feels kind of ambiguous. You really want that certainty and you don't have it. And, uh, and yet, us big boys and girls, we find that we, a lot of times, just kind of, all right, pick one, and then just go for it, whole hog, and you have to convince yourself of it every single day. And now, I'm really good at talking about why we chose the name Fizzle, because I'm really convinced about it. Yeah. But well, I you have to be at this but point. But we weren't. We weren't before. Yeah. yeah we had to learn well, that. We had to learn that. I mean, well, it convinced on paper. Yeah. Right? Versus just like when, it, when like again, like the difference between hearing, you know, uh, Communal Kitchen and Guy Fieri. Right? Yeah. Like, which one are you going to pick? Let's be honest, Guy Fieri. You're gonna, <laughs> you know what so, I mean? Yeah, and you can't you can't really talk about domains without talking about naming. Yeah, and and more tough. and more importantly, vice versa, because yep. people like to talk about naming and all these rules and stuff. But at the end of the day, you're constrained by what domains are available. Yeah, um, and that's the big bummer with naming. You yeah. can rack your brain and come up with a hundred ideas that seem kind of good, and probably three of them will have a reasonable domain name, something that's kind of yep. related to that. And so you're like, should I throw a hyphen in there? Should I go with a dot? wang should i should i just throw should i throw the word love or join or get or, or something the, or, or the, the yeah exactly and um a lot of startups these days if they're apps they're going with get something yeah you know so it's like get dropbox, get dropbox exactly yeah. Yeah, uh, and then eventually you become so big that you can just buy the thing yeah, yeah. uh you can you can afford to pay whatever so let's let's get to to, to the specifics of of Ryle's question here Really quick, um, because well, okay, so let's, let's like let's use this as a landing pad or a launch pad to kind of talk about uh, other things. And Barrett, uh, we will shut up pretty soon and allow you to actually speak your wisdom. Oh, Barrett, hey, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Barrett's here. What are you in a <laughs> echo chamber over there? Like a, a little like bit. A, okay, a little bit. I'm in a meeting room at the co-working space. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah. so people are staring at you right now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh so rails wants to know like okay communalkitchen.com is taken or what she says is is, is isn't isn't rel- readily available so whatever that means uh, if i had a website that i wanted to build and i haven't built it yet i'm not going to drop more than ten dollars on a domain name like unless i can You're get not? maybe maybe if i if this is like my third site and i know how to do this yeah and i like then i'm like okay yeah then i'm I'm ready i'll go up to you know two thousand four thousand dollars maybe potentially but i've never done that before mm-hmm. um everything that i have done has been built around that whole well if it's not available let's pick another name mm-hmm. or figure out a way to, to hack it so the communal kitchen.com could work maybe that's not available either um i wouldn't I don't like using hyphens. Hyphens seem like a, a sort of... Yeah, so a lot of this comes down to just what feels shady, right? Yeah. And, and you know of a lot of sites that have hyphens that are kind of like, eh. And you know of a yeah. lot of sites with dot .info that seem a little bit suspicious, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it's kind of just the sniff test, really. And in certain circles, some domains like .io or .co, they become... Cool for some reason. Yep. You know? Yeah, no, there's a cachet around .io and .co right now. Like, so every, you know, techie, startup-y, appy sort of thing, a lot of them are going towards the .io, mm-hmm. intercom.io, right? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of these sorts of things, just because a f- one started, maybe another, and then, and maybe, and maybe all it takes is for a startup to use that and then to become a little bit popular. And then yeah. people are like, they can do it. So yeah. why can't I? And, and I feel like, to be honest, you know, if your idea is good enough, there's no reason that yeah. that any domain you could be a dot wang and it wouldn't matter. In fact, it might be funny. It might help you. Um, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying of the dot wangs over here. I really got a big case of the dot wangs because this is just too funny. <laughs> you say it with such a straight face. Well, somebody out there is using. I mean, a dot you wang. could be a dot wang and it would be okay. He says to me, but so and the reason I chose a dot net was I looked around and I saw that ProBlogger and Zen Habits were both on dot nets yep. and it obviously didn't hinder them any. So I don't think you know it's that big a deal. It's just all else being equal, 
you want the best possible yeah. shot. You don't want anything to hold you back in any way if you can. And so if you happen to find a really great .com, then I I would always tell people to jump on the .com. Um, but, you know, if it's a pretty pretty good, you know, short, compact, really nice .net, like I felt really good about Think Traffic. It just yeah. it just really hit me with that alliteration muscle. Yeah. And uh and so I didn't mind going with the .net. Yeah. And all right. Barrett, what are you hearing over there? Yeah, I agree. I don't I know it seems like the end all be all decision you're ever going to make in your business. And I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think there's some basic principles to go by essentially the stuff that y'all just said, choose the com and all else is equal. If there's nothing on the com, they're just auctioning it off. Then it's less to worry about because there's not a competitor using the exact same name that you're trying to use. If there were a massive site on communalkitchen.com, I would question whether you should get a different ending on that. But like I looked, um, I looked up uh, thecommunalkitchen.com. That one looks like it's up for auction, but ourcommunalkitchen.com is open. That has a nice feel to it. It's like, because communal is about us, uh, our communal kitchen feels right to me. And you could uh, buy it today from whatever host you want to be with and call your business communal kitchen and be off to the races. But at the end of the day, your domain name is not going to make or break the business, in my opinion. Don't do something stupid. Like if you want to run a children's site, don't buy a dot triple X site, for example. Triple mm-hmm. X. Um, XXX, whatever you want to call it. No, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. That's um, rolling. It's, he's rolling. Yeah. So anyways, I, it's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. And I think in particular for Rael, if you bought ourcommunalkitchen.com, you should be off to the races and you should stop thinking about this because there are so many more important things to do between here and you having a business on your hands. Yeah. No, we, we, we've we kind of been dancing around the competition aspect a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and that is something to look into, because I always worry when people choose a domain name that they don't do a thorough enough search to see if other competitors are using something similar, and that could Definitely. come back to bite you in the future. So you don't want to build your entire house on a plot of land that you yep. find out somebody else has title to, right? Yep. Absolutely. And th- that can be true of domain names pretty easily. So do a really thorough search and do all combinations of communal kitchen, for example, yep. or whatever it is. And don't search in like GoDaddy or Namecheap or something no, like that. They're don't, just trying to... Don't search there. Search actually on the web. Because half the time... <laughs> have you ever done this? I mean, it used to be the case. I don't know if it is anymore. And maybe I'm just a little... Uh, you know, a skeptical of the whole thing, but like I would search in in GoDaddy for a thing, and if I didn't buy it just then, like I'd come back an hour later and it was gone. Mm-hmm. Like someone can tell whether the where what people are searching for, or someone within GoDaddy was doing. I don't know. But by the way, what do you what do you use for your host for your uh, do you use GoDaddy or Namecheap or or what? I would rather eat my own arm than use GoDaddy. Uh, <laughs> I use Namecheap. I use Namecheap, Namecheap as well. Same with me. All mine are on Namecheap. I, so, I mean, we all used to be GoDaddy. At least I, you were, right? Yeah. I yep. actually did a, uh, a little uh, Twitter question a few weeks back yeah. uh, just about who people use um, yep. because somebody reached out to us about sponsorship. And um, the number one and number two that people responded with were uh, Namecheap and GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hover was number three. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, I, I always want to use Hover, but I just, it's just like $5 more than everything, everyone oh, else. Yeah. But the experience is great and the people are great and yada, yada, yada. And there's like a bunch of codes, uh, coupon codes out there for all of these to go get your, you know, your first one for something, something. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I remember it was a, it was a pain in the arse to move everything over. Google has, uh, domains as well. Do now. they really know? Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like maybe people don't understand what we're talking about. Um, there are web hosting services and there are domain name services, domain yep. registration services. And sometimes those are the same thing. So you could, let's say, go with HostGator yeah. and HostGator could be both your domain registration service and your host. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we separate them and the reason a lot of people separate them is that makes it easier for you to change hosts later in the future. Yeah. So we use one domain registration service um, Namecheap, and then we might have a site hosted on DigitalOcean. We might have one hosted on Liquid Web. We might have one hosted on HostGator. Yeah, and you can kind of easily move your sites around and, and change which. Yeah, you know which side. I've always liked that that approach because I've used several different hosts throughout the years, and I still have some domains that were like, I remember having like some domains that were purchased in DreamHost uh, or something like that, and eventually I had to 
transfer them out into because it's really easy when you don't have a site go to dreamhost or blue uh bluehost or hostgator or media temple or any of these places where you can host your website right squarespace you can normally you can buy a domain through them which is great if you're just going to buy the one and you just want to set it up do it like that because you you have one less account to set up one less all this crap to set up it all it does it all for you it's great i actually much preferred managing my domains in dreamhost than I did even than I do even today uh, in Namecheap, but I have a hundred domain names, so it's like a pain in the arse to do elsewhere. So um, uh, if you're just doing the one, pick a host, and most of the time that host provider is able to also set you up with a do- domain name. That's great. Eventually, you can transfer that domain name from you know uh, Bluehost to Namecheap or Hover or anything like that. That's all doable, so you're not locked in or anything like that. But it's helpful to just to just do it in one place. Now, if on the other hand, you are a sort of a, a, a domain hoarder, like I used to be, you kind of just set up your account somewhere. I mean, GoDaddy is actually a lot better than it used to be. They made a bunch of changes, but still, and they did those changes right as I was transferring away. And so I was like, well, oh, well, that's too late now. Namecheap is great. Um, Hover is really great. Uh, all of these places are, if you want to buy several domain names, if you want to own lots of domain names over time, do it like <laughs> just that. Just for the heck of it. Just for shit, shoots and giggles. But I, I do have, I mean, we still have, you know, we still have, you guys, if you remember, from back in the day, like, like tiny ceramic unicorns. From the old, what? yeah, do you remember that? From but but there's a trick. There's a trick to that domain name, and I'm not going to tell you it because it's from an old episode of the Fizzle Show. Brownie points, and uh, basically Anthony Newman's the only one that knows about it. And that's not even the one that he found that nobody else found because several people found tiny ceramic unicorns. Uh, but uh, uh, he he has found the one thing, the one thing that I set up that it's just like our little secret. I'm just really happy about it. But it's great to be able to just buy a domain name and throw up a fun little project, you know? Wouldn't it be fun if we should do like little uh, Easter eggs in every episode and like somebody wins something. There's a lot of Easter eggs. But, but I mean, you're having some sort of like a plan. Like, yeah. like so at the end of the, it's like bingo. Yeah. <laughs> you can complete, be a complete bingo. Oh, bingo. What a cool idea for a podcast just to have like, like yeah. a, make it a treasure hunt. <laughs> Chase, you are out of control. What do you mean? I had no idea this existed. What did you find? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What is it? The unicorns? Yes. <laughs> but it's from an old show. Oh you will, you God. guys will flip your lip when you find the old. Uh, God, I, I want to share it, but it's it's almost better to not share yeah. the other ones. Okay, so. Uh, so what we've talked about, we've talked about a lot of things, but I think one thing that's really important is the, is the distinction between uh, your host provider and your domain name uh, host. What, what, what do you call the, the, the other one? The registrar? Registrar. Okay, oh. so your domain name registrar is GoDaddy, Namecheap, and Hover. Your web host is where you host your website. Okay, so these things can work together. So your web host can also be your registrar, or you can host it elsewhere. So here's my two like little specific tricks for you. If you are just doing the one site right now, go to Bluehost.com and set up. Do we have like a link to go to Bluehost? I don't know. Um, do we have we have like a hosting guide somewhere? We do. Like if you go fizzle.co slash guides uh, or go to fizzleshow.co slash eighty nine. Do that. I'm going to put all of these links and notes and exactly what to do on yep. this page. Fizzleshow.co slash 89. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to put a link to our hosting guide there for, for this year, which we should update mm-hmm. for 2015. Yeah, okay. Um, and then you can, and there it makes it really clear which one to choose. But for me, if you are doing, um, if you're doing one site, go to Bluehost or HostGator or uh, Media Temple, or if you or if you want to kick it up a notch and pay a little bit more for more security and more speed, you go to uh, Pagely.com or WP uh, Engine. WP Engine. Those are both managed yeah. WordPress hosts. I've been using WP Engine for my new personal site. You said it was sort of rough. So there were there were a couple of issues like getting started, um, mostly because I wanted to be able to develop my site on my local machine and then push it up. Yeah. And, some FT- of that stuff they was make a little it bit hard of- for FTP and all this other yeah. stuff sometimes. But um, I'm pretty happy right now. We'll yeah. see what happens when I get a bill for having more traffic than I have currently. And they're pretty yeah, good about sending warnings first, though. Cool. Yeah. Which and can I just tell you all that if I was making a website right now and I hadn't done one before, there's only one place I would do it, and that would be Squarespace. And they're not even paying for advertising here. Hmm. They are not paying for this advertisement. But I would only make a website on Squarespace right now. 
Really? Yeah, I'd love to see you try to customize that website. Too. I, like I have a little bit of like, like so in the, in the forums, Brian Wampler from Wampler Pedals, he's like, okay, so this, he's getting raked over the coals by his web guy who's like charging him like 20 to 30 hours a week or something or a month on for SEO. Uh huh. Just so that's the SEO section. Okay, he needs to stop. That. Yeah, and so we've all we've all coached from that, and then he's like got a, a a bid from a guy who's like a a certified Wix expert. Oh man, <laughs> you know, and so it's like okay, Brian, hold the phones, don't do that. Um, and we found a bunch of resources for it. This is uh, by the way, we have a site called Fizzle.co where it's a community of people who are building businesses. Yeah, uh, and uh, they ask questions, and and a lot of us come out of the woodwork to help them. And so that's that's what got that's what Brian brought his question there and. It's great. Do he pro- should find somebody from the community. You know what's so cool? Is someone uh, in in the forums like re- responded, dude, I use your guys' pedals. This is <laughs> really? awesome. Yeah. It was killer. It was cool. I love it. And like I said, he sent me a couple pedals and they're unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I just I love these pedals. Um uh, anyways. So uh Again, my caveat, if you're just doing the one, so if you're not con- committed to WordPress or this, that, and the other, go with Squarespace. You can always export out of it if you need to, but you won't need to. You have your store built in. You have all this stuff built in. It's super customizable, 24-7 support, and you don't have to. You could j- get your domain and the whole nine yards right there. Go listen to any show on the 5x5 network and find a, a code there. Like Back to Work always has Squarespace things, and then you'll get, your, uh, you'll get, a, huge, you'll get a big discount. Especially and- if you don't know WordPress yet. If yeah. you don't know WordPress yet, don't learn WordPress. <laughs> Just go do Squarespace first. Yeah. I, everybody in our world, everybody you hear giving you uh, advice on the web stuff is someone who's been in the web stuff for a while, and there used to be a real big difference between WordPress and everybody else. Now, watch that gap just shriek completely. I would go whole hog for Squarespace. I'm for it. Okay? Um uh, I just, I just am. They make it way too easy, and I don't want to have to get a call from you about uh, how to fix your website. And mm-hmm. if you use Squarespace, you're going to know how to do it. Yeah. Or you're going to have a, a support called. You're going to have a phone number to call where you could talk to people who speak great English all the time. Yeah. All the time, they can help you. Right. Okay. So that is a uh, that is sort of there because there. It's good to clear that up. The distinction between the hosting provider and your domain name registrar. It's sort of confusing. I remember being confused about that at first because then you have MX records and your A records, your C yeah. names, and all. It's this not the end of the world though. You're, you're just going to have to find a set of instructions from your host that yeah. says, "Here's what you need to go enter yep. at your registrar in order to use." us yep it's true and it's uh, a couple of little like dot dot dash sort of number things yep it totally okay so that's that that's clearing that up we've talked about the co- competition doing a little bit of research or a good deal of research who else uh is are using these terms in their domain names yep. right because you, you kind of you want to steer clear of that because you want to you want to own your own fortress that way okay here's some other do not do's and while i'm talking you guys think if you can if do you not can do come up come up your, your okay. other ones these are these are don't do's yep. about websites don't do things that are trademarked don't don't create yeah. like you know fordreviews.com because you will get shut it's down. It's just going to be one yeah. one letter that you get. And Maybe it's be if like, it's a small enough company, they they won't do it. But if yeah. it's Ford, you will get shut down. If you did like, uh, yeah. So so, but typically, just don't do a trademark. Yeah. Um, I wait, would wait, recommend wait. you can't move on from that though. You got to okay. tell somebody how to because now everyone just freaked out and they're like, oh my god, what if my name's trademarked? What yeah. do you do to find out about trademarks? Okay, well, first and foremost, uh, you've got. Um, uh, Corbett, you look up the name of a good trademark lookup website. But for, first of all, you've got just the brands that you know. Starbucks, Ford, <laughs> Chrysler, right? Canon. Uh, all of the brand names that you know of, these are trademarked names. Okay, so if you want to do a site that's reviewing, you know, Sony headphones, then just go like, uh, maybe don't use, don't use Sony in the name of your thing. It's mm-hmm. a bummer, but you, you can maybe include it in your subhead, but you're going to get a cease and desist potentially from any of these brands if you use their name where you're not talking about their specific, if you're naming your company after theirs kind of, right? Yep. So what do you, what have you used before to look up trademarks? Just the U.S. Patent Office. Yes. Okay. That's the source. USPTO.gov. Um, yeah. It is and- ugly. <laughs> and and we're not going to be able to cover everything about trademarks nope, right now. No, nope. um, and you can't just say that if some company uses some word as a trademark that you can't use it because a trademark has to be within a specific category, and there are like thirty something categories. So there's a chance that if somebody's called like sword computers you could be sword music and that might fly yeah you're not going to pull that off against apple or ford or anybody because they probably have trademarked every single category um or at least they're willing to sue you to the point where it's not worth pursuing um but just because some company's using a trademark you need to consider what industry they're in really the the test is would a consumer be confused that your 
business is overlapping with their business yep. or that it's the same thing. I'm going to put another link in the show notes here to a site called trademarkia.com. Now, what's interesting about this is this solves a couple of our problems. Uh, number one, I think you can you can look for trademarks, um, uh, existing trademarks, but you can also look for defunct trademarks. Oh, snap. Okay? Like defunct? Defunct. It's all... I don't want to be alone, want to be with you, baby. Wow, you got what I want, going to get, get, get it to you. I don't want to fall, fall apart on my own. That's some energetic funk. I don't even have the energy to put that into a song. Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess you up in case... The football knows, song just came knows. out of there. You I was know. just <laughs> tapping along on the you table over here with you. You know, football in this country, it's really, really fun. Watch the big dudes try to hit each other. And the best is, dude, I've been loving hearing so many people like, like just send me a tweet. Got the cool eye coming. <laughs> I got the cool eye. <laughs> and just how it is really catchy. It's catchy. Like that is a, sort of a special kind of catchy. Um, but back to trademarkia.com. <laughs> right. Listen, I'm going to tell you the story of what my friend Jay did. On this, okay, uh, you he looked for a trademark that has been defunct. So you could look for trademarks from like the 1800s or the early 1900s. Or there's a lot that went defunct, sort of in the 60s and 70s, when you know the technology of the 50s was metal and wood and all of this stuff. And then in the 60s and 70s, here comes plastic going nuts and putting people out of business and all this sort of stuff, right? So what he did is uh, maybe I'll. I'll, I'll Maybe I'll say I won't say his actual the actual name of his company. I don't know if if I should or not. But he he looked on here found found one called like uh, uh let's say for example Torchcraft or something like that. And it was a knife manufacturer. This, he was looking for knife manufacturers because he wanted to just do a small run. He wanted to just own one of these trademarks mm-hmm. of a company that was that was badass back in the day, but completely completely forgotten now. Yep. Um. So oh bigger better story about this. This is what have you seen the Shinola watches, Shinola bikes. Shinola is a company that was bought by essentially badass marketers okay badass marketers are like let's make a company that that creates a factory in detroit to bring the workforce back to detroit and to get american manufacturing going because it's a good story and it's going to sell loads of products and ultimately they're just greedy people um their tagline is where america is made see so they had this idea so what they did was they looked for a defunct trademark well if you have a grandfather or 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 anyone that Ooh, you those know, those are nice looking watches. That, yeah, they're, they're they're nice looking. It, it, they you if you have anybody that, that you know that was in the the army services there during like you know the last uh, basically the last fifty years, a lot it was a common thing that Shinola is a shoe polish that was given out to all these GIs, uh, and it became a saying. You don't know from Shinola from Shinola, right? It so, must have resembled excrement. Uh, yeah, I think maybe it was looked like it, but um, but the the point being, this trademark was defunct for Shinola. They were they were out of business, yada, belly up, yada yada yada. So they found the trademark. They did some negotiations, bought the trademark, and now they're doing business as Shinola, right? So it's this. You're what you're doing is you're baking in this. Uh, 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 I don't know. You're baking in this this legacy. So my buddy, for, for example, and I'm not using the real name of the company, but like a Torchcraft, for example, if that was a knife manufacturer, he's he gets to write on his website, we're a you know we're a 80 year old knife manufacturer, uh-huh. like legally, right? Something like that. And he ha- he's started collecting all of these old old Torchcraft knives from back in the day uh, to to kind of create a little Torchcraft museum of his own. And he's creating these amazing knives. That's cool in Japan. It's a really cool idea. And this is actually I told my friend Matt Matt Alexander about this. He's just started up a brand new fashion label. From an old name, an old name. That's cool. Foremost, I think, is what he's called it. Mm, and like it's it. an old. It was an old uh, men's uh, men's clothing line. Now, this doesn't, um, of course, make it uh, guarantee that you'll get the domain name. Nope, not at all. Right, but but you have it. Like, so it, it makes a big difference for us to show Twitter that we have a, a yeah a having trademark, a trademark matters for sure. And and then they give us this thing that was being squatted upon. Yep, uh, it can it can be helpful. Now this using uh, trademark yet, like you you you're gonna have to do a little bit. I don't. You're gonna have to blaze your own trail there a little bit. Yep. But if you want to make a real brand with a real brand name and you know what you're heading towards and it's not your first rodeo, I, it's totally a, a great idea. But you're you're gonna have to spend a little bit more because there's a little bit of lawyer fee to 
put the paperwork together and all this other stuff. But potentially, you know, for less than a couple grand, you have, uh, you own. Yeah, and a trademark one the, alone. One, one of the largest you, knife manufacturers in the sixties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so anyway, sorry, that's a bit of a rant on, but it's, it's helpful on the sense of we need to look for names, uh, and, we we need to see what domains are available, mm-hmm. and this is just a fun way. So I loved I loved looking through looking for like whiskey distilleries and stuff like that. Yeah, and there are um, there are a bunch of tools out there. We'll include some in the show notes. There's okay. one called Bustaname dot com. Mm-hmm. That's a place you can go and start typing words in, and it'll do a domain che- check for you. Okay. Um, there's a Lean Domain Search. Hold on, uh, Lean Domain Search dot com. Got it. That's another place you can look. And basically, this is just, you just start typing words. And yep. like, if you were interested in, you know, the simple kitchen or something, you can go type that in and see if some domains are available. Yeah. Communal that. kitchen. Communal was kitchen. Was the yeah. question. Yeah. Simple kitchen is. Okay. Uh, so that's the first do not do is trademark stuff with a nice little healthy uh, <laughs> side trail on where to pick up these old domain, old trade, trademarks. Yep. Okay. The second thing I would say is using uh, hyphens, punctuation type things, just because it makes it like, uh, you know, Hey, what's your name? I'm GuyFieri.com, but there's there's a thing between the guy and the Fieri. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a little dash. It's like a hyphen, but it's a dash. Like you know, it's like yeah. Where so is that on my keyboard exactly? Yeah, you can email me at gf at yeah. guy-fieri.com. Yeah, and just go find the da- the dash is the third key over from the right in the second <laughs> yeah. row. It's just it's just I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like a lot of uh, basically. Also, it looks scammy to me. It's it's become a trend of mm-hmm. of keyword uh, uh, you know sleaze dudes to go and buy a domain with just super rich keywords in it that they just separate with a domain or sorry with a with a hyphen and so it just looks scammy i don't like those i don't like the way they look so notice that about yourself too go with your hunch i don't care just go with your hunch like you're you're probably sensitive to a thing that you just haven't heard a blog post writing about it yet before then you could write that thing just saying i have a hunch that these domains aren't that good but just because you're not someone from copy blogger or something doesn't mean you don't have a the chance to create your own rules that way all right. And then finally for me on the do not do's is, is uh, something that's hard to spell. So there's a bit, definitely a trend in, remember all the social media networks had like a, a, a goofy way of spelling things like Flickr and a Friendster and all these things like just take out let words and stuff like that or letters. Sometimes this is doable. Other times like there was one called Fiverr and it was two R's. And until they had the original with the one with the one R, uh, it was it's kind of a nightmare to like a lot of misspells just kind of like you're talking about Corbett. It's the difference between .com and .net, but this was this is uh this is different. This is like Fiverr with two R's or Fiverr with one R's. And everyone's typing in Fiverr with one R unless they're clicking a link somewhere, right? right? So that's, And of course, you know, if you go Google it, it's you can solve it, but Yeah, that's another thing that we uh, we, we kind of should mention is that most of the traffic that's coming to our site is direct traffic from links in either social or search, right? Not a lot of uh, there's definitely, I mean, because we have a, a lot of traffic, people are typing in things, right? But vast majority of our traffic is people coming from links that are clearly pointing to our source. Yeah, right? So even if you have a hard to spell, even if you have hyphens, even if you have all this other crap going on, right? Even if there is competition, even yeah. if the challenge is still going to be having noteworthy and linkable enough content, stuff that's valuable enough for people to go like, oh, did you see this yeah. over here? And to share it. And then most of the people are coming from links that are existing to your thing and those links are correct. Yep. Right? So uh, that's, that's always a, you know, that's why I don't, I don't, I'm not scared about someone else owns fizzle.com. I mean, famous last words, knocking on wood, but what we own is our relationship with our audience. Mm-hmm. The, na- the na- name of this thing could come or go. We could, we changed Think Traffic to Fizzle. And there, there was a bumpy road, but we did it. People still uh, are, are in our audience from Think Traffic, yeah. and a lot of new people too. And we could change, you know, God forbid, to another thing if we needed to, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you're really monetizing when you make a website is your relationship with your audience. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're, you're caring enough about a person and, and a kind of person that has these sorts of problems to solve their problem, and that relationship is a valuable, useful, utilitarian relationship. It's good. Yeah. Right? So that's that's a good thing. Okay, so those are the, my three do-not-dos. Any more do-not-dos in a domain name sort of thing? I've got a few. Okay. Um, so one is uh, I would avoid overly long domain names yep. just because you're going to hate yourself every time you have to type your email address and it takes forever. Yep. Um, it's also just hard to fit on a business card and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there are some examples of good long ones out there, but all else being equal, go for the shortest domain name you possibly can. Yeah. Uh, another one is um, to be careful of words that run together that might spell something that you didn't intend to begin mm. with. So, for example, uh, let's say there's this guy named Jared, and uh, 
he wanted to start a girlfriend about his or a website about his ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. So he called it Jared's ex. Well, yeah. on paper that or in a domain, it actually looks like Jared's sex. So just be careful about words that run together. Yeah. Likewise, be careful about things that might uh, sound different when somebody repeats them if they're not seeing it in writing so if you tell someone your domain name so for example uh, i have this long list of um words that have multiple sort of meanings or sounds yeah. like fish sticks like fish sticks but yeah. if you yeah, talking about just sticks, tell right? somebody so i mean everybody knows about fish sticks though yeah so if if i, mean, uh, I remember growing up as a kid i just loved fish sticks yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean like i gobbled up so many fish sticks uh, Barrett, were you a big fish sticks kid did you, you love i fish did sticks? not like fish sticks you're not a big fish sticker. No. So you get the point. I just took in so many fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. Just they, love them. Do you dunk them? I, I'm a dunker. Mm-hmm. I'm a dunker. I go, it's like soft at first and then, but I just love fish sticks. Watch the big dudes <laughs> try to hit each other. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to boss block you. Down. Okay. What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> what else? You got something buried over there? I got nothing. I'm, I'm tired of this website uh, or Whatever you are, hey Barrett, this is your chance to really finally answer this completely and totally. So my answer is, wanna... I don't think it matters that much, and I think we put way too much emphasis on it. And I, I and, so tell and, me like, why. y'all covered why? some really important points, and I agree with all of them. And I just don't think it's that important. I'm so jaded by the whole idea of like this being this huge important thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because a lot of us believe that this is the easy button. If we just get the right domain, then everything will work out. And we make that, we, we feel like that about a lot of the decisions that we're making. We, we would never know. It's actually just, it's just the chemicals running through our bloodstream are, are, are those chemicals, those same chemicals that are being, when you think about having the right domain name, the thing that you're feeling is like, I'm going to be successful if Definitely. I can get this, which is not true. Yeah. You can, I mean, look at us. We have a really bad dona- domain. Like, we have a really bad name. We get name, we get email, I get emails from people all the time. Like, do you know that that doesn't really mean what you say it means? And I have to tell them, this is what it means. But then I get, my favorite thing is I get to say, do you know what it actually means? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Cause I love, I love linguistics. That's probably, that's probably what my, my, my You're biggest a love was. Linguist. I'm a cunning linguist. <laughs> and I'm the master debater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> core, core bomb. Such a delicate ding for a core bomb. I like it. It was a soft um, one. <laughs> so, um, but but anyways, uh, when we go, when we have drinks together at the bar sometime, why don't you ask me what the original word, uh, what the original use of the word fizzle was? And Excellent. I'll, I'll I'll gladly tell you. Okay, so here's uh, my what point. All, what, Just okay, don't do something with your URL that will prevent you definitely from succeeding in your business. As long as you don't do something so horrendous that it's going to ruin everything, you are fine, and the key is not your URL. I've seen plenty of great URLs with businesses that failed, and I've seen plenty of what you would think would be terrible URLs that are perfectly fine. So don't put too much pressure on this. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean big site, erica.biz is a big site too, right? And we everybody gives the .biz uh, TLD a, a bad time, yeah. a bad rap. It's true. That's a, there's a, there's plenty of, of that's what I, it's a great point, Barrett, that, that every rule that you've heard out there, keep it short. I can show you, uh, I'm sure we could find huge sites that have really long domain names. You know, I, I'm sure we can find huge sites that are really well populated with the right kind of person that has hyphens in it, right? Um, and there's probably some that are really successful that are infringing on trademarks. <laughs> Who knows? Right? But but these are just some best practices to keep yourself out of harm's way later on and to just sort of allay that fear because you, you, you need to know that this is going to be successful if you work really hard at it. Um, and if you learn from your audience and if you, and if you continue to be a great listener and pivot along the way to continue to serve that crew and if you have that sort of unfair advantage of that you know, internal creative spark where you can just make magic happen like my buddy Keith from Able Brewing or Pony Coffee and stuff like that. It, it's some, sometimes you just have that spark and other times you just have to work at it. it we don't, you don't get to pick which one you are, but you do have to do the work if you want to do it. So I think it's a, it's a really good point, Barrett, that, um, this isn't as important as you think it is. And yet, and yet I, I, as, no, a, but here's, here's, as a branding guy, I think it, I think it's, it's a really fun problem to solve. Definitely. And here, and here's why it might be important. Maybe it changes the way you feel about your business and, and the amount of, effort and attention you put into it because yeah. you love you love the name um and the other thing is barrett i agree it's not necessarily that important or it's not as make or break as people make it out to be but yeah. 
this is one of the questions we get most. Mm -hmm. And so by spending 45 minutes on it, hopefully we save some people some time because people are out there spending dozens and dozens of hours on trying to find a great domain name. Hopefully we just save them a little bit of time. And there's a lot of pain with like, okay, this thing's going to cost me $500. Is it worth it? Should I do it? Is it going to be worth it? Yeah. You know, like... That's that's and there are people in, in startup circles who would who would not hesitate at dropping six figures on a domain yeah. name, and these are people who have run multi people who wouldn't businesses. hesitate to drop six figures on a Twitter handle, right? You know, right? Yeah. And, and so I to say, definitely agree with all that. I think it's you know it's fun, and and if it's an aspect of like you feeling good about your business or you wanting to have a great brand, that's a different question entirely to me. That that represents a different conversation, which yep. is how in love with your or how in love are you with your concept. And how in love will other people be with the branding? That's different from what's your URL. Yeah. Um, yep. And I think it is important from that angle. And the other point I'll make is that spending six figures on a domain name will neither make or break the success of the thing either. It guarantees nothing. It guarantees you're going to spend six figures on that domain. Uh, I want to I want to say uh, remember when you you were, you brought up some uh, other alternatives for Rael's here her domain name communalkitchen.com's taken you're like uh, maybe maybe our communal kitchen and the one thing that that's really important to that about me is you I don't know if you guys sense it as much but there's definitely a subtle shift in what you assume the site's about when you hear our communal kitchen versus communalkitchen.com yeah do you know what I mean and I think that's important. I think that's an, interest, that's an interesting angle. And I think I'm more interested in hearing about your communal kitchen than I am, you know, going on some general information site about, you know, kit cooking, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, our communal kitchen, it's like the pioneer woman. Like, I love that blog because it's just her. It's like, this is what I do. Reed Drummond, you know? <laughs> is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> I just love her. I think she's great. I love, I love the way she writes. I love that stuff. I love the uh, minimalist baker, right? Cause we're learning about their life. I love, I like it when there's, there's an unfair advantage when you're small, when you can just get some of that little hook. There's that hook that comes in just slightly with our communal kitchen. Now, I, I'm I'm talking for about a hunch that I have. I don't have research about this. I don't have any insights for you about whether why that's going to be more successful yeah. or if it will or if it won't. I won't. Act, you won't actually be able to control. That you get to just do You'll the work. You'll never know. You'll never know, right? So uh, one more bit uh, that we'd be remiss to, to to miss out on in this conversation, but it's this idea of of having you know the keywords uh, that that you want in your domain name. This is something that SEO people have always said is, is really important. That's why so many sleazy sites out there with so many hyphens connecting, you know, keywords together. What do I mean by keyword? When people are looking to um, cook, they might search in how to cook, right? Or how to cook better or how to be a chef. These are very different uh, things. That's different from how to cook or it's like how to make a smoothie or it's how to how how to be a vegetarian or you know like what are they searching for that's your keyword right so vegetarian or cook or chef or uh you know how to make meals that'll look like all the meals do in kinfolk magazine or how do i you know whatever it is that's it can be helpful and a little bit of an unfair advantage to have your keyword in the domain name uh, that's just uh, one of these old laws. I think it's becoming less and less of an well, important what, thing. I mean, I would I would ha- have cringed if we put a keyword in our domain name, right? I would never do that. Best business training dot biz. You know, however, best keyword uh, <laughs> business. However, in the case of Think Traffic, we did have a keyword in that domain, and yep. so it kind of depends. So on- that's there's a there's an art to that. There's a savviness that you can bring to it. Okay, so there's a lot of brands that are created around sort of an alluring thing. Right, like uh, maybe you could call your your name your brand name like critique or or something like that, and it might not have that might be a a a, a scent. It might be your uh, uh, perfume or something would be crit- critique, and then you can picture like you know Jennifer Lawrence right going upstairs at an awards show with Matthew McConaughey, and they're like, and there's all these flash bulbs going off, whatever, right? So there's alluring sort of uh, you know. Uh, names like that then there's more specific type ones and it's a it's a challenge either way because if you go too specific you sound like a scam you sound like like uh what what is, what is it? if you go too too vague you're like what's that about fizzles sort of really vague right but we create a story around it and like like the the branding thing is the the love child of the story is like kleenex now this brand turned into the thing that we actually call it. Well, that wasn't their strategy from the start. Nobody, no, no smart branding expert or marketer is like, we need to call it Kleenex because then people might use that instead of hand tissues or something, right? 
It just happened slowly over time. It started to become a cultural thing. That's what branding is what the culture does with your name. But they did create a story and they did have their product in the stores and they did all the work to put it there. Right. That's the only thing you can do. So with the name that you pick and the domain and all this other stuff, whether you pick dot IO or dot biz or dot XXX or dot sexy or dot ninja or dot, dot wang, that will matter less than you still being, still working on this thing in five years. Okay. That's what I, I want you to change your, your metric of success from choosing a really great domain name that everybody understands that it's going to perform really well. It's like, oh my God, it's so cool. That's not your metric of success anymore. Your metric of success is I'm still working on this in five years. Cause at that time, what TLD you chose won't matter anymore. It won't matter anymore because there's going to be thousands of new ones that have been released and every algorithm is making account is, is pulling those things into account now and things aren't weighted as high as they used to be, uh, et cetera. The only TLD that I know of that is particularly weighted more, I mean, besides maybe.com is .edu. It's still widely known that, that if you get a link from a .edu, that's a really valuable link. Like if, so if, if my old college, westmont.edu, linked to Fizzle, that would be a valuable link. Actually, I should get in touch with them. Um, so I guess, I mean, anything else for you guys to add? I, I want to make sure that we, everything that we could say is in here. So that's just a one-stop source for anyone who's thinking about this. And we're the guys who have been buying domains for 10 years, building websites, putting things together. I have tons of, in, of expertise and all this stuff. And there's no secret bullet, I think, is the, is the main... A secret bullet? The hidden bullet. Oh, hidden bullet. <laughs> There's no, there's no gold, there's no golden lasso, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think you just said it. I think um, between Barrett's sentiments about this isn't as important as you're making it out to be, yep. um, yours around there is no golden lasso. There's, uh, there ain't no golden lasso. I mean, it's one of those things. It's it's worth spending a little bit of time on, and I'll tell you, you know, to land the fizzle name, we probably spent hundreds of hours on it yeah um so i'm not going to say that and that you was just... in naming not not just no but they're the same thing they are. because mm. a name has to have an available domain in order to make it work and and that's why naming takes so long yeah yep. um and so you know i'm not going to say just throw a dart and pick something and move on i think it's worth spending some time on mm. but there's not a whole lot of magic to it it's a it's a long painful process of looking for names that you feel are really good and then trying to find associated domain names. Yeah. I think the easiest way to go would be to just throw the word get or something in front of it or mm-hmm. our or the or whatever, mm-hmm. as long as there's no other competitor out there. Um, but uh, again, I, I just really like short, compact, you know, if possible, domain names. And we're lucky to have one that is eight characters. Yep. It's good. All right. That's all from me. Anything from you, Barrett? No, I'll just say, like, in addition to the fact that it's not the most important thing in your business, I recognize that it's a frustrating process. I've been there. I've sat there at the computer and typed in domain names into Bluehost for hours on end. So don't take this as, like, I don't get it. What's wrong with you? Take it as put some time in. Enjoy the process as long as you're at that point, And then pick. Don't let this paralyze you. Yep, I like that. All right, well, uh, so... so uh, initially coming from the question from Ryle Carly. I hope that helps, uh, and I hope that uh, that you build your thing and get it out there. That's what's most important. And we can change the name later if we really need to, but chances are you won't need to. I've been Chase Warden Reeves. I've been Corbett Barr. I've been Baird Brooks. So there you have it. Thank you, Ryle, for your question. Uh, we love hearing from you. You can ask your question, and we'll answer it on the air. We will. Just head to fizzleshow.co slash ask, A-S-K. Or shoot us an email at guys at fizzle.co and let us know that you want it for the podcast. Uh, by the way, that's also how you can send in your own version of the introduction. The hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. You can send us your version of that at fizzleshow.co slash ask, and we'll play it. Show notes for this episode. Listen, there's a ton in the show notes for this episode, okay? I put together a list of 11 uh, tools that I like for searching for domains that also like help you generate names, uh, and I, uh, I, I, I was looking for a mustache domain. 
And uh, I, I put screenshots in there of all of the different tools and how, how they uh, sort of, the results that they spit out. So you can kind of make some decisions on which ones you want to use. You can find those at fizzleshow.co slash 90. That's fizzleshow.co slash 90, folks. Now get it now while it's hot. Get it while it's piping hot. And it's hot right now. It's coming to you live. <laughs> all the kids are loving it. I don't know. Here's a great iTunes rating uh, from CMCY in Cyprus. They say, they, I have no idea if this is a boy or girl. Excellent. To the point, with some light humor, one of the best pro-entrepreneurship podcasts out here. Uh, make sure to read their newsletter as well. Thank you so much, CMCY from Cyprus. Uh, you probably should get on the newsletter, all of you people. Uh, listen, you know our goal here is to help is to help you build the best possible thing you can. Creating a thriving audience along the way. So if you leave us an iTunes review... Uh, it, it, it helps other entrepreneurs to find the show. It helps them hopefully uh, get into uh, get into the show and enjoy their business, their work, have a better outlook on it, the whole nine yards, and get them more comfortable in your own skin. That's our dream here. So if you liked this, please leave us an honest rating in iTunes. It doesn't cost you much, and it means the world to us because it helps uh, all those people out there who are putting their butt on the line to build something to hopefully find the show and get a little more comfortable in their own skin. Simply search for the show in iTunes and click write a review. So now, now you have some perspective on choosing a domain name and a bunch of tools that you can uh, use to buy and host and build that site. Again, you can find the list of those at fizzleshow.co slash 90. My question to you is, what are you going to build? Falls in your court, folks. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.